This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christensen, pharmacist. And today, uh, on this episode, I'm going to cover cholestyramine. So cholestyramine is a drug that is, uh, th- there's two major uses that I see uh, in clinical practice. There's a couple other oddball ones, but um, this drug was originally approved and indicated uh, for its effects on lowering cholesterol. So that is uh, one of the, the primary indications for this medication, and it isn't used very often for cholesterol, uh, strictly for the fact that it um, we've got a lot better agents, and it is notorious for drug interactions, which I'll obviously uh, get into detail um, later on in, in the podcast after the break. Uh, but uh, remember that lipid-lowering effect? Uh, the other common indication that I see out in practice uh, is patients with chronic diarrhea. And I, I can't stress that enough. You know, if you're a, a physician, a pharmacist, you know, nurse practitioner, a nurse even helping out, um, recognize uh, diarrhea symptoms and understand that, you know, it's probably due to um, a condition or, or something going on. It, it's not... Um, it's not usual uh, for a patient to have chronic diarrhea issues and not, you know, have something else going on. However, with with that said, you know, there definitely have been patients that, you know, that's their primary symptom and that's, you know, what they have and it doesn't seem to be associated with anything else. And so I have seen patients um, put on this medication for management of diarrhea or symptomatic uh, treatment uh, of chronic diarrhea. Uh, one other one that I maybe have seen uh, once or twice uh, is pruritus with cholestasis. Um, not terribly common that I've I've seen that, but you know maybe a, a couple times throughout my career. Now, how this drug works again? Like like I said, it was originally developed um, for cholesterol management. The diarrhea uh, management is uh, off label, so mechanistically uh, to lower cholesterol. This drug creates a complex uh, by binding with bile acid, and it does that in the intestine. And that complex cannot be reabsorbed back into the body. So bile acids alone, they get reabsorbed back into the body, put back into use, and that reuptake cycle kind of goes on normally. But with cholestyramine, that binding happens and all of a sudden that bile salt ends up uh, going out in the feces through the body because it can't be reabsorbed because it's bound to the cholestyramine. Now, how does that affect cholesterol? Well, LDL is actually a component uh, bound up kind of within those bile salts. And so if we take the bile salts out, naturally we're going to, um, you know, take and and lower cholesterol LDL um, with that. So that's kind of how the the medication works as far as its uh, cholesterol-lowering effect. Uh, Important to remember, as always, with 
uh, cholesterol medications, it does take a while for that effect to uh, take account, particularly maybe in lab work if you're monitoring um, cholesterol levels. Uh, it will take weeks. You know, somebody's not going to take this drug for three days and it's going to lower their cholesterol right away. It, it just doesn't work that quickly. Adverse effect profile. Um, really, there's minimal systemic absorption, so that is a, a nice thing as far as the, the adverse effect profile. I'd be extremely rare, you know, to have, um, you know, CNS side effects like dizziness and confusion and stuff like that because this drug uh, isn't, you know, absorbed into the body. It forms those complexes that just uh, stay in the gut. So um, from a side effect profile, I, I can't say I've seen uh, too many, uh, the exception being uh, constipation, GI upset. Uh, that is one that I have seen um, with this medication for sure. And in the case of managing chronic diarrhea, well, that's kind of exactly what we want is to cause uh, a more constipated state versus a, a diarrhea state. So constipation is definitely the, the big, big uh, side effect with, you know, maybe some GI cramping or upset uh, along with that. Uh, rarely, uh, there may be an alteration in uh, chloride levels, uh, not usually clinically significant, uh, you know, if it, if it got to an extreme, uh, those elevations in chloride levels could potentially uh, increase the risk of hyperchloremic metabolic acidosis. So again, very, very, very rare. And, and how that happens is when um, the drug cholestyramine binds those bile acids from that um, combination from combining that a chloride is actually uh, released out of that um, binding so there's there's where you get the elevation potentially uh, in chloride uh, from a pharmacokinetics dynamics perspective um, the thing you, you gotta know absolutely you know tested on very frequently in board exams pharmacology exams uh, this drug binds up a lot of other drugs and I'm going to talk about some of those drug interactions after a quick break here from our sponsor. Uh, if you're a healthcare professional looking for um, more information like the great information you hear on the, the podcast here, uh, we've got clinical pharmacy books, uh, medication education books, uh, board certification materials for pharmacists, so NAPLEX, uh, geriatric certification, BCPS, uh, ambulatory care as well. So um, definitely if you enjoy the, the podcast, uh, go check out check out our, our resources there, meded101.com slash store. And we've also got two free Audible books. If you've never had an Audible book before, uh, you can get your first one for free. So I've got Pharmacotherapy and Thrill of the Case. And both of those, um, or excuse me, one of them you, you could get for free. Both are in the range of, of six to eight hours of clinical pharmacy case studies and content um, that can really help you you know, throughout your pharmacy career and or if you're a practicing uh, clinician, try to learn some of those real-world things. So uh, go support the sponsor, meded101.com slash store. All right, getting into drug interactions. This is why cholestyramine really isn't used very often or one of the primary reasons it's not used very often is because there's so many drugs that cholestyramine will block the absorption and bind up 
so you don't get adequate absorption and it could potentially lead to, to treatment failure. So some of the drugs, you know, I, I think about, um, you know, I, I will actually go through the list kind of one by one, maybe run a drug interactions check just to double check. Um, but uh, cardiac meds like amiodarone, digoxin, uh, oral contraceptives, you know, oral contraceptive failure wouldn't be a good thing, you know, increase the risk of pregnancy there and in, in somebody who probably doesn't want to get pregnant. Um, methotrexate, you know, drug for rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, we've got mycophenolate, so MMF, uh, transplant uh, rejection uh, prevention type medication there, uh, corticosteroids, uh, seizure medications, valproic acid, phenobarbital, uh, vitamin absorptions, particularly uh, fat-soluble vitamins. So if you've got a patient that's already at risk for um, inadequate absorption or maybe they've got, you know, GI issues or maybe alcoholism or something that, that puts them at risk uh, for not getting adequate intake of vitamins and that type of thing, uh, cholestyramine can, can bind those up. Uh, levothyroxine, so that, that's an, another one there. Um, that we can run the risk of a patient going hypothyroid because the, you know, cholestyramine you started is now binding up that levothyroxine. So those are all really, really um, good examples of, of medications that can be altered by cholestyramine that you really got to pay attention to. And all of those medications, their concentrations will be reduced, okay? So potentially leading, obviously, to, to treatment failure, whatever you're trying to, to treat there. Uh, timing of cholestyramine. So we, we can, you know, juggle this around and, and try to uh, avoid co-administration because that's how the, the drug is going to cause those interactions is by binding up the other drugs. So you might give other medications if you absolutely have to use cholestyramine uh, in that ballpark of one to two hours before the cholestyramine or four to six hours after the cholestyramine. But again, keep in mind, if you're dosing cholestyramine, you know, two to four times a day in the case of diarrhea or maybe two times a day in the case of uh, hyperlipidemia, that doesn't really give you um, much of a window uh, to actually give those medications if you think about a patient's probably sleeping or in bed for you know in the range of six to nine hours uh, that's not a a big big window so I generally recommend avoiding cholestyramine um, but you definitely uh, will see it out there occasionally in clinical practice so hopefully the podcast was helpful for you today. Uh, if you enjoy the show, go give us a rating review on iTunes. It's greatly appreciative um, of that. Certainly I am personally. Uh, check out reallifepharmacology.com. Got a free giveaway there simply for subscribing. Uh, following the podcast, we email you updates when we've got a new podcast available. And that 31-page PDF is of the top 200 drugs and really important uh, clinical pearls in practice as well as pearls um, that may show up on uh, pharmacology exams and things of, of that nature. Uh, signing off for today. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.